You're listening to the Burke and Ms. The Wiz Montalban Fantasy Football Podcast, where I go to fulfill my fantasy. Football desires with expert opinions, advice, and analysis that you can't find anywhere else. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Here's all the yays and the nays for week eight for all your fantasy football starts and some of your benches as well. So uh, let's get started on some of the games today. New York Jets at the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, a lot of people are down on the Jets just because of how they looked against the Patriots. And, you know, rightfully so, when uh, Sam Darnold goes against the uh, other teams, he, I don't think he'll be seeing ghosts. He'll be more like a ghost buster in regards to uh, his schedule. And I really think the offense is coming together. Chris Herndon's going to uh, be coming back officially. I- I've been saying that for weeks, but it's finally a, a reality. And, uh, you know, the matchup this week against the Jaguars isn't the best, though the Jaguars' defense isn't what we thought they were going to be. Um, but I do like some of the plays in regards to, you know, I, I do like the Chris Herndon play. I, I do think Sam Darnold's going to uh, recover dramatically from uh, the horror, the ghost that he was uh, the previous week. So uh, I, I do think you'll see uh, Robbie Anderson not get as much uh, play as what you would like. Um, I can see him, you know, 55 yards. I think he gets below that. Um, for whatever reason, I'm not really feeling Robbie Anderson this week. Uh, I, I do like Jameson Crowder uh, in the slot. Um, Jaguars have been kind of weak in the middle, especially since Tilvin Smith retired. They they really don't have uh, those coverage linebackers that they had before, so they're real susceptible to tight ends and slot receivers. Um, so... You know, if you're looking at starting anyone, I mean, obviously Le'Veon Bell, because he's a, a dual threat where he can run and uh, catch the ball. So he'll be getting targets, he'll be getting rushes, and, you know, not that he's quite at the Christian McCaffrey level, but he's kind of the same running back in that he can do everything. And uh, those type of running backs have really hurt the Jaguars. Um you know, Alvin Kamara aside. So I think Le'Veon Bell's a great play. I think Chris Herndon's a great play. Jamison Crowder uh, and uh, Sam Darnold is a decent play. Um, now, when I say Sam Darnold's a decent play, I, I don't mean, you know, like a top 10 quarterback, but, you know, with the bye weeks and uh, injuries, uh, he definitely could be a fill-in quarterback that could be, uh, uh, you know, be decent get you some points um he won't win the week for you or anything uh, on the jacksonville side leonard fournette man he's going to be a beast still um the jets defense isn't what it used to be and uh you know their secondary is really hurting but uh 
Leonard Fournette, I can see him having a big game. His issue is he doesn't score, though. So, you know, just based off of history, it's hard to expect a touchdown from him at this point. So you're really going off of yards. But when he's rushing for like 170 yards a game, um, that's hard to ignore. And he definitely needs to be in there. Uh, D.D. Westbrook in the slot. I like him. I like D.J. Chark. Um, he, uh, I think he's due for a big game. And so those are the, uh, you know, Gardner Minshew, uh, he, he'll be all right. Though I like uh, Chark and I like Westbrook, I don't think Minshew's going to have a huge passing game uh, on Sunday. So I really think it's going to come down to uh, Fournette, Westbrook, and uh, Chark. Moving along to Arizona at New Orleans. I really like this game for the Saints. You know, Teddy Bridgewater, I think he's going to have a big game. And my thing, though, is aside from Teddy Bridgewater, I don't necessarily think it opens the door for Latavius Murray if Kamara doesn't play. Because Arizona's decent at stopping the running backs. So I really think that any team playing the Cardinals, it's going to be because through the air. You know, they're real susceptible to the passing attack. And um, Patrick Peterson's coming back. So uh, though Michael Thomas can't be stopped, he he's too good. You need to start him. Um, I really think we will be looking at bigger game from Ted Ginn and uh, Josh Hill, actually, since uh, Jared Cook's looking like he's not going to play. And, uh, you know, the Cardinals are the worst team at defending the tight end, so Josh Hill definitely stands out to me. And uh, Ted Ginn is more of that bigger play receiver who uh, can also work out of the slot as well. So he he's more my target this week than Michael Thomas. Although, again, Michael Thomas is one of the best receivers in football, so you're not benching him by any means. Um, and I'm not saying he's going to have a bad week, just not the uh, dominant week that you're used to seeing from him. On the uh, Arizona side, I don't like Chase Edmonds. It's looking more and more like it's going to be Chase Edmonds this week. Not that he's not a great back and you wouldn't want to play him, but, you know, Saints are pretty good at stopping the rush. Um, but I do uh, I do like Fitzgerald in this game. Um, he, he gets a lot of targets. He just doesn't get a lot of yards. And he hasn't been scoring either, so, that, you know, that's been tough. But I really think this game might be the game that he breaks through. Uh, Christian Kirk, I, you can't count on him to play. He's been out for about three weeks. It's looking closer and closer to uh, him sitting out this week as well. So it's really, for me, Fitzgerald and uh, nobody else. I'm not even really high on Kyler Murray uh, with this uh, against the Saints defense. So really, in that game, that's really my only starts, which is kind of sad because you look at Arizona and New Orleans, you think it'd be pretty high-scoring game, a lot of fantasy potential, and... You know, I, I could be surprised, and it could be, but uh, what off of what I've been seeing 
off of history and in the matchups. Uh, those are my my starts and who I think has a decent shot of having a, a good week. Seattle and Atlanta. Now this is a whole other story. I'm really high on Seattle. Russell Wilson's going to dominate. Atlanta has such a horrible secondary, and they can't stop the rush. And Russell Wilson does so uh, well. Does both of those so well. And uh, on top of that, look at DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett to get decent. Uh, well, we'll get targets, decent yards, and the touchdowns have to go somewhere. And and I'm thinking it's going through those guys. Chris Carson, you know, good running back, but I'm not expecting a huge week from him. I mean, if he gets his 10 points, um, great. But uh, not. I don't think he's going to have a week that I need to talk about and, and, and demand that you start him. And, uh, you know, with uh, Disley being hurt, Luke Wilson's an afterthought. They kind of eliminated the, the, the tight end from uh, their offense at this point. So we don't even need to talk about that. Um, Atlanta, Matt Ryan's hurt. Is he going to come back? Is he going to play? Is it going to be Matt Schaub? Who knows? But I don't like Freeman in this game. I, I you know, Mohamed Sanu was just traded to the Patriots. So is it going to be... You know, Calvin Ridley, is he going to start getting more targets and start showing up again? Is it going to be Julio Jones? Um, I really think the only player in Atlanta that I'm confident in this week is Austin Hooper because Seattle's not great at stopping the tight end, and Austin Hooper is going to be taking that middle of the field that uh, he shared with Mohamed Sanu. So I really think it's just a one-man show with Austin Hooper. And he's a definite must-start, if not the best tight end uh, that you need to be playing this week. The uh, Los Angeles Chargers against Chicago. I'll be honest, I really don't like anything in this game. This game looks like a slot fest to me. I'm not liking Eckler. I'm not liking Gordon. I don't like Rivers. I don't like Mike Williams. Keenan Allen's hurt. Who knows if he's playing? I don't like him. Uh, I do like Hunter Henry, so uh, Hunter Henry's a, a must-start on this one. Chicago's not great at stopping the tight end position, and Hunter Henry has been a beast since he's been back. You know, two games in a row where he's just being targeted like crazy. So I can see another 100-yard game from Hunter uh, Hunter Henry. Uh, on the Chicago side, I really think they're hampered by uh, Trubisky. Uh, Hayward's going to be uh, defending Allen Robinson, so it could be a game that uh, Taylor Gabriel finally steps up if he's not hurt. And, uh, you know, Anthony Miller's left for dead. I don't even feel comfortable mentioning him anymore. Uh, talk about a guy that everyone thought was going to have a big year and just has been invisible. The, the one person I do see having a big week, and, and this is really kind of sticking your neck out there, is David Montgomery. He wasn't used at all last week. Uh, and it's just crazy because, you know, running the ball as much as Chicago did last week, getting called out on it, I can see a shift going back to David Montgomery. Um, you know, if, 
Matt Nagy saying you have to be an idiot not to run the ball, and they haven't been. I see it kind of swinging the complete other way where they, they're running him all the time. So I really expect a big game from David Montgomery and for him to bounce back. Uh, Tariq Cohen, I can see a decent game from him. Um, through, you know, catching the ball out of the backfield. And that's really, you know, Chicago's side, that's really about it. Uh, Again, Chargers aren't great at stopping the run game, but they're, they're pretty decent at the pass, and I can just... Yeah, this game is not going to be pretty. Um, going to uh, the uh, Cincinnati at Los Angeles Rams game. I love, love, love Todd Gurley. I just love him. I, I think he'll get a couple touchdowns. And, you know, the yards with him is always hit or miss. But uh, I think the potential to score is going to be there. So I'm all about Todd Gurley this week, especially with Malcolm Brown being out. You know, Daryl Henderson is a, a good running back, but it's going to be the Todd Gurley show. Cincinnati's the worst team in the league at stopping the uh, the running back position. So Gurley through the air, on the ground, it doesn't matter. Um, Cincinnati isn't horrible against the receivers, but it really depends on if their cornerbacks are going to play. Um, you know, uh, Darquez Denard's been hurt. Um, fit. Uh, Drake Kirkpatrick has been hurt. Um, so it could open the door for Woods and Cook to have a pretty decent week. Uh, Cooper Cup, he's my boy. I love him. I, I'm not confident about him this week, though, because Cincinnati's not horrible at guarding the slot. Um, I think Cup will get his targets. But if you're expecting a big week from him, I wouldn't. Um, but not to the point that you would bench a Cooper Cup. He's one of the top receivers. He's the top five receiver in the league right now. But, uh, yeah, I'm not feeling Cooper Cup this week, unfortunately, as much as I like him. Um, on the Cincinnati side, there's really not much to like. Um, and I'll just leave it at that. I don't like anything on the Cincinnati side. Not liking Andy Dalton. Joe Mixon, you know, if he didn't have a big week last week, I don't know if he'll ever have a, a good week. Um, yeah, Eifert, Auden Tate, Erickson, uh, Boyd. I would just stay away from the Cincinnati offense this week against the Rams, especially with them getting Ramsey and Donald is, you know, obviously one of the best defensive players in football. You're, I think this is, this is a game that's going to be won't, Pretty one-sided. Um, moving along to Tampa Bay at Tennessee. You know, this is actually going to be a better game than what you think. Um, Tampa Bay is the best team in football at stopping the run, so I don't like Derrick Henry at all. But uh, with Tannehill being quarterback now, I think that's a huge upgrade to their passing game. Um Delaney Walker's hurt, so Janu Smith, I think Janu Smith is one of the top tight ends that you need to play. He's just, he's amazing uh, when he plays, and he gets targeted. And, uh, you know, Walker was out, and Janu Smith was targeted like four or five times last week for three catches. And, 
he had he played decent last year when he was uh, filling in for Delaney Walker. So I think he's one of my tight end starters of the week and expect big things. On top of that, Corey Davis and A.J. Brown, I expect big things from both of them. More Corey Davis, I think he'll get more of the targets and dictate the flow of the game a little bit more. A.J. Brown might be that sneaky play that just gets some big catches and yards. But uh, Corey Davis is definitely the one that you need to be focused on. Uh, Adam Humphreys, we, we shouldn't even talk about. Uh, they, they, don't, they don't use the slot position um, in Tennessee. Uh, or, well, they do a little bit, but they don't do it well. So he's, he's not on my radar whatsoever. On the Tampa Bay side, uh, I don't like anything. Maybe Cameron Brait. You know, ten, <laughs> I keep jumping back to great defenses that can't guard the tight end. But, you know, they can guard everything else. So, you know, the tight end's not going to kill you. But uh, Cameron Brait, I really like in this game. Uh, if O.J. Howard is not going to play, and there's rumors that he might not, so if that's the case, you definitely want to put Cameron Bray in there. Uh, O.J. Howard, I don't like O.J. Howard if he plays, uh, just because he'll be splitting with Cameron Bray, and he already hasn't been targeted as much as what you would think. So I'd see another dud from Howard. Um, Godwin, Evans, you know, I don't like it. I wouldn't play them. Um... I would play them because they're great receivers, but I mean, I, I don't expect them to have big weeks. Even though, you know, I'm really high on Godwin. I think he's a great receiver, and yeah, he, he's usually going to have a big week. I just don't feel like this is going to be the one. So, moving along to Denver at Indianapolis, uh, Marlon Mack, I like him this week. He's going to be rushing, uh, getting targets out of the backfield. Denver hasn't been great against the running back, which is baffling to me. Denver always has had a great defense, and this year, for whatever reason, just cannot get it together to to stop the run. Um, so I like that Marlon Mack play. I like the tight end plays. You know, Ebron. I think he'll he'll be decent. Um, I'm not big on T. Y. Hilton. Denver has a great pass defense. Not big on uh, Zach Pascal, even though he's a he's a pickup for the week. Uh, he's not one that I would even play. I think Denver's going to lock down the receiver position. And Kobe Brissett, um, I'm. I think he crashes down to earth a little bit, and you know he might get the 250 yards, one touchdown, range, but uh, he's not going to be one that I'm going to be excited about and telling people to pick up as soon as they they can so um on Denver side I I don't like Philip Lindsay I don't like Royce Freeman and the Colts defense I think is a little underrated they've had injuries but uh with some key players coming back like Leonard and and Hooker I, I think they're really going to solidify so that's why I don't like the running game. Um, I do like Cortland Sutton. Uh, Cortland Sutton. I, I think he'll have a big game. And I do like Deshae Hamilton or Deshae, Deshaun Hamilton for Denver as well. I think both of those receivers are going to have pretty big games. Um, I liked Hamilton so much taking over for Sanders that I picked him up in uh, a couple of my leagues. So. It, uh, 
Deshaun Hamilton uh, is definitely someone that you need to uh, have on your radar. Noah Fant, I don't like him. He drops too many balls. He's not involved. Flacco, of course, is Flacco. So if you're looking at Denver options, you know, this week, uh, Hamilton and Sutton are about as far as I would go. New York Giants at Detroit. I think this game is just going to be a decent game. I'm not big on Daniel Jones. He's a rookie. I liked him last week. He disappointed me. But, uh, you know, I just don't like him this week is, I guess, what I'm saying. Detroit's not great against the quarterback either. But uh, I'm just not feeling him. And uh, But I do like Golden Tate this week. I like Golden Tate a lot. Saquon Barkley is going to be a stud. And uh, I, I think that's why I like, I don't like Daniel Jones as much, is Saquon Barkley is going to be back, and I just think he's going to dominate. Uh, they're going to be running the ball a ton. So really, besides Golden Tate and Barkley, you know, Evan Ingram, not really liking this week. You know, Daniel Jones and Evan Ingram are kind of like, you know, they, they kind of busted out last week where they they didn't do what they were supposed to. They didn't really meet expectations. And um, I don't see their matchup this week being so great that they, you know, they'll play better for sure, but uh, not be wor- they won't be worth talking about. Um on the Detroit side, I like everything about Detroit. You know, on Johnson was on IR. Ty Johnson is actually one of my plays of the week at running back. I just, he has a great matchup. You know, you saw what Chase Edmonds did. Uh, even before that, running backs were annihilating the Giants. And now that, you know, Ty Johnson's more of a big play guy than on Johnson anyway. So I'd expect big things from Ty Johnson, and he's a must-start if you have him. If you picked him up, got him on your, the waiver wire, you need to be playing him this week because he's going to definitely get you the points that you need. Uh, Marvin Jones and Galladay, I like both of them. I think both of them will be have solid outings. Of course, Marvin Jones isn't going to touch his 94 yards and four touchdowns, but uh, I think it's going to teeter more towards the on the Galladay side where uh, you know they Galladay starts getting his uh, targets and catches so I, I, I like Galladay a little bit more than Marvin Jones this week and you should definitely be focusing on them Matthew Stafford he's a quarterback that I really like as well I, I think you know he needs to be out there and started against the Giants secondary that's not that significant and uh, when you have Marvin Jones and Galladay, those are good targets. So you, you definitely need to uh, be playing him. And, and on a side note, too, Danny Amendola. I mean, Amendola had a great week last week, and uh, I can see that continuing with the Giants. Uh, the issue with Amendola is he's so hot and cold where he's either you know feast or famine where he gets 80 yards and a touchdown or... He gets absolutely nothing or, you know, 11 yards. It's tough to predict, but uh, his matchup is good enough this week that I would start him and, and feel a little bit confident. Going back to the Philadelphia at Buffalo. And this is the last of the morning games on Sunday. 
I don't like a lot of well any of the Eagles. I don't like I don't like Miles Sanders. I like him a little bit better than Howard because I think Buffalo is going to just eat up the run. Sanders at least can be a receiving option out of the backfield. Uh, so I think he might be able to get you a sneaky touchdown or at least yards uh, with those checkdowns. I don't like Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, Deshaun Jackson's not even playing. Nelson Aguilar, I, I don't like. I don't think he uh, is consistent enough. He, you know, his hands are sketchy. And uh, Ertz and Goddard, you know, good luck figuring that one out. Goddard's being used more in the offense. So who knows uh, how many targets each one's going to get. And it just kind of scares me off. I, I mean, I would play Ertz. I wouldn't necessarily play Goddard. I would play Ertz, but I just wouldn't feel confident in uh, in this matchup. Buffalo has a great defense. Um, on, on top of that, uh, Carson Wentz, I think he's in for a, a tough game. And if you have no one else to start, well... I don't necessarily wouldn't pick up a waiver wire quarterback and plug him in. I'd just roll with Wentz and uh, see what I get out of it. But definitely not confident in this matchup. He's definitely one that if you have a better option, uh, I would use that better option for sure because the matchup's tough. On Buffalo's side, I like uh, not everything about Buffalo. I like John Brown a lot. I think John Brown's going to explode. He's going to... Eagles are so bad at stopping the pass. They're like one of the worst teams, especially at the cornerback position. You know, they have had so many injuries and just been inefficient even without the injuries. So John Brown is a receiver that I would start with without a second's hesitation. He's one of my top receiver starts of the week. He needs to be in there. Um, Dawson Knox... You know, I think he's a sneaky play. If you need a tight end, uh, he might be one that you'd uh, want to take a chance on. But it's definitely taking a chance. So, um, Devin Singletary, I like him. You know, I think he's more of the explosive back. Kind of like on the other side with Miles Sanders. I just think that uh, Devin Singletary can uh, make some big plays out of the backfield receiving and uh, even running the ball. Even though Philadelphia is great at stopping the run, Singletary's speed and he's really elusive. I, I think he's uh, he's the play in regards to running backs. I don't like Gore at all. I, I would not even start Gore to be honest. I don't think he'll have that big of a game. And Josh Allen, um, I, I think he has the average game: two hundred yards, touchdown or two. So uh, he's Josh Allen is definitely one that. Uh, you know, you're not excited about playing. He'll do the job, though, and he won't be one of the people you talk about after, but uh, he'll be consistent enough this week that he could bring you the win. So those are all my starts and sits for uh, the morning games on Sunday, and we will continue to uh, go to the evening games right after this. All right, now for the later games. The... Panthers and the 49ers at San Francisco. You know, the Panthers going all the way to the, to the West Coast. I kind of edged the uh, 49ers on this one. Uh, their defense has been playing great, 
And to be honest, the only person I would feel comfortable playing or starting on the Panthers is Christian McCaffrey, obviously, because, I mean, how do you bench that guy ever? Um, there's just really not a lot there in regards to, you know, Kyle Allen. I don't think he has a big game. 49ers are great at stopping the pass. Um, Curtis Samuel, DJ Moore. I'm just not seeing them with as much production as you would like. And I'm actually would say, you know, if you have Curtis Samuel, that he would be a good bench uh, prospect this week. Uh, obviously going to play DJ Moore just because the volume. Um, 49ers, on the other hand, um, Emmanuel Sanders is back, and I think you do play him, and I think he does pretty well. Um, maybe he doesn't get uh, the touchdowns, but I, I definitely think he gets targeted a lot, and he's going to get a lot of yards, so uh, you definitely need to put him in your lineup. Running back, you know, with the injuries going on, and it was such a, a soggy field last week that it really kind of hampered both offenses this week though I definitely think you can start any of the running backs with confidence Brita if he plays Tevin Coleman and uh obviously Mostar uh you definitely don't want to be playing him since now he's kind of taking a backup role and it's it's all uh, Coleman and, and, and Brita at this point George Kittle yeah you got to play him he's a great option and uh, that's about it, though. I don't even—I don't think you even start Jimmy Garoppolo. I, again, I think he gets some yards to Sanders and Kittle, but uh, I don't see him having a big week this week. Moving along to the Raiders at Houston, I think this is a high-scoring game. I definitely think that the Raiders have some great options to start. Josh Jacobs—he's um, doing great lately um, really coming around you really need to start him getting receiving yards and rushing yards Tyrell Williams is coming back you really need to start Tyrell Williams I think he has a great game against Houston if he's not hampered by that injury it does concern me a little bit if he's ready to come back they might be rushing him back just because they don't really have any other options but you know they've been winning without him so um, I definitely think he's going to get the yardage and Tyrell Williams is just great because he scores he gets a lot more touchdowns at receiver than uh, I think the average at this point so he's worth a, a start and a play against Houston because Houston's not great at uh, uh, against the uh, opposing team's receivers and especially that number one receiver Darren Waller he's such a volume hog you know he got those two touchdowns last week and that's been his big downfall as he hasn't been able to score I think that continues. I think they're going to continue to use him in the red zone and, and get him some more touchdowns. It's going to start uh, evening itself out. So Waller's definitely a play. Other than that, though, I, I don't think that uh, there's anyone worth starting on the Raiders. Um, I mean, three people's pretty significant, but, uh, you know, you got those three. I'm interested to see how Zay Jones acclimates to the offense but I'm, I'm not sure he's ready yet and if he's even going to play so he's someone to keep an eye on later but uh, for this week I would just go with those three on the other hand with Houston I like everybody I especially in the passing game I, I think Deshaun Watson's going to have a amazing game uh, he's really going to come through and, and have 
a monster game, especially because, you know, we had that monster game a couple weeks ago, and uh, outside of that, it's been pretty average, to be honest, but I, I think he's due for another big game. Raiders give up a lot of big plays in, through, the, uh, through the air, and Kenny Stills is going to be the recipient of that since he's a big play threat, and especially with Will Fuller being hurt and, and you know, going to be out of that game, Kenny Stills is the one to... Uh, I think that's going to benefit from that and get those big plays. DeAndre Hopkins is a great play as well. He, he's going to get the volume. He's going to get most of the targets. You need to uh, start him. He he can, you know, he, he's been kind of in a lull this year, but uh, had a great week last week. And, again, with Fuller being out, I, I can see Hopkins just having a monster game as well. Hyde, you know, Hyde is what he is. He's not exciting. He, he's solid and uh, consistent. And I think that remains the same this week. Uh, of course, start him if you don't have a lot of great options. Uh, I just don't think he's going to wow you and have a, a huge game by any means. And Duke Johnson, he's a change of pace back. I he, he's not one. I mean, if in a flex, if you're in a, a bind at running back or uh, on the roster in general, you might want to play him. But other than that, I would probably be putting him on my bench. I don't think he's worth uh, starting uh, this week or any week at this point until he kind of proves that he can do more. Uh, moving to the Browns at Patriots. I don't like any of the Browns, and it has nothing to do with the Browns. It just has to do with how dominant the Patriots' defense has been. I mean, yeah, I could just see Baker Mayfield turning, being a turnover machine and just getting annihilated by the Patriots' defense, which means Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry... Uh, Ricky Seals-Jones, and, and, you know, Nick Chubb, I, I guess he, I would start him, to be honest. You don't want to bench Nick Chubb, but I don't see him having a big game. So it really just, and again, it has to do with the Patriots' defense. And on the Patriots' side, I like everybody. Uh, Rex Burkhead's not playing, so Sony Michelle. Uh, I think he's an excellent play. He doesn't get a lot of yards, but I think he'll he'll get the touchdowns that he's been getting lately, and he's really going to be touchdown dependent, and that's the scary thing about Sony Michelle, the, the human PlayStation, I like to call him. Tom Brady, I like him a lot. I think Tom Brady's going to have a big game, and, you know, I'm not... I don't think Mohamed is going to have a big game necessarily, just, you know, joining the offense this week and you know, getting thrown in there, but uh, Edelman and Dorsett, I really like them as a receiving option. I, I think they're going to have pretty big games, so I would definitely be starting them, uh, both of them, and James White as well. I would be starting James White. Browns are susceptible to a uh, pass-catching running back, and so I could see James White having a big game and scoring a couple touchdowns, so Really, there's not anyone on the Patriots I wouldn't start. Obviously, Izzo, uh, Watson, any of the tight ends I wouldn't start. You never know what you're getting with them, and they haven't really been productive. So other than that, though, uh, you're free to roll with any of the Patriots. Uh, Packers at Chiefs. This is a Sunday night game. It's intriguing. It's more intriguing because Mahomes isn't going to be playing. So I think that gives the Packers the advantage. But you got to like Aaron Rodgers in this matchup against the Chiefs secondary. And I like Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones. I think they're both going to be solid plays. Devontae Adams isn't going to play. He's close to coming back, but it won't be this week. And I don't really like a lot of the receivers because 
you know, Kumaro, uh, Bada Scanling, Geronimo Allison, Lazard, who, who are they going to play? You don't know. And who's going to get the targets? You don't know. And even though, uh, Valdez Scantling had the touchdown in 133 yards. Those were on two catches. So that doesn't make me feel good. So in regards to the Packers receivers, I would really be staying away from them. Jimmy Graham. I like Jimmy Graham. I would be playing Jimmy Graham for sure. But outside of that, all the other pass catchers, it's really going to be a crapshoot on who's going to be the productive pass catcher. So I, I would stay away from them. But Again, Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, Aaron, uh, Aaron Rodgers, they're going to have big games. And so you, you want them in your lineup. You want to be starting them. On the Chiefs side, it's going to be interesting. I like Matt Moore. He's a decent backup, and he can be productive in this offense. So I I really think that, uh, you know, Kelsey is safe, McCoy, Damian Williams. I wouldn't be starting McCoy, Damien Williams, if he's going to be playing. You you want to uh, be starting him, especially because they're going to rely a little bit more on the run now that uh, Mahomes isn't going to be playing. But I think Matt, uh, Matt Moore is going to be a solid play this week against the Packers. And, uh, you know, the Packers are pretty good against uh, stopping the pass, but uh, they're horrible at stopping the run. And that's why I, I like Damian Williams or whoever is playing running back for the Chiefs. So you really want to keep an eye out on that uh, come Sunday. Dolphins at Steelers. This is the Monday night game. And I don't like anything on the Dolphins. Steelers, since they've gotten Minka Fitzpatrick, they kind of closed down that uh, that tight end and slot receiver position that was killing them. It hasn't been killing them lately, so... There's really not a lot to to like uh, on the Dolphins' side. And in fact, I would stay away from all the Dolphins completely on this game. Um, I, I like Albert Wilson down the road if they can get a quarterback. He's, you know, they tried to use him early in the season, but he got hurt. And that's just his MO is the issue is he's a great player, but he gets hurt. And uh, so he hasn't done anything this year. But he's someone to keep an eye on because as soon as the offense gets some stability, I think he'll be a big part of that. Uh, Devontae uh, Parker, I do like him, actually. Uh, there's going to be volume. I look at this as a game that they're going to be behind and having to throw. And Parker's going to be the recipient of those passes. In regards to their running back situation, man, it's just a mess. But Walton has looked the best. But he's definitely not someone that I'd be starting at this point. On the Steelers' side... I like everyone. I think Mason Rudolph, though he's getting a lot of flack for not being Ben Roethlisberger and not throwing it down the field, he's pretty efficient in regards to his completion percentage. And I, I guess when you're only throwing one and two-yard passes, it really helps your percentage. But uh, James Conner, big play. Uh, I like him a lot, and I actually like uh, Benny Snell as well. I know there's rumors that Jalen Samuels might be back. Uh, if that's the case, then I don't like Snell. You need to be playing Samuels because I think two running backs are going to go off against the Dolphins that week or that Monday. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, I really think after the bye, they've been, they're going to try to get him the ball, and, and he'll have a big game. And uh, between James Washington and Dante Johnson, you know, Washington has been open. They just haven't been throwing it down the field. So it's not like 
Washington has been playing bad. He just hasn't been getting the opportunities, and he's been open. So if they start realizing that, uh, he can have a big game. And Dante Johnson has been the one that they have been throwing it to, and he's been making plays. So he's not a bad, you know, if you're in a, a tight situation where you're, you're, you need somebody, both those guys could be productive. It's not out of the question that, you know, they're going to be getting targets, and, you know, who's to say they won't get a big player too, especially against this horrid Dolphins defense. Um, so that about wraps it up for your start-sit segment. And we'll just get right back to the FanDuel lineup of who you need to be playing this week. All right, the final part of our segment is I will go through the FanDuel lineup of who you need to play this week. There's actually a lot of good options, but this is the lineup that I feel the best about that will get you into the money. My first option is on defense. You got to play the New England Patriots defense. They're playing Cleveland. Uh, you need to play anyone against New England's defense. Uh, no one can score against New England, and their defense is just on a record pace. And Cleveland's offense isn't, uh, it's pretty stagnant. So to, to have a defense like New England at 5,000, you just need to play them. They're going to be the defense that gives you the most points. Uh, at the flex, have a little bit of a sleeper. Ty Johnson against the Giants. Giants are horrible against the running back. If you saw Chase Edmonds last week with the three touchdowns, you know, on Johnson's hurt. He's out for a long period of time, if not the year. And Ty Johnson's going to be taking the majority of that workload. Now, they're going to be using J.D. McKissick a little bit, but he's more of a receiving back. And to be honest, I don't think that's going to... Uh, eat away at the capabilities of Ty Johnson in this game. And I think Ty Johnson has a huge game uh, against the Giants this week. He's uh, You can get him for $5,200. And here's the thing with this lineup. You have $900 left over. So if you want to make a, a change on one or two guys for a higher-priced person, you can. But, you know, to have this type of lineup with still having $900 left over is pretty significant. And I think it will pay pretty huge dividends. Um at tight end for $4,900. Here's another value pick. I have Janu Smith. I think he's a great tight end. Uh, Obviously, he's not getting a lot of targets when you have Delaney Walker as the tight end, but Delaney Walker's hurt and he's not going to play. And Tampa Bay is one of the worst out, you know, next to the Cardinals at uh, defending the tight end position. And so I really think that opens the way for Janu Smith to have a big game. So you definitely want him in your lineup. And at $4,900, yes, give me all of that all day long. Next is another Tennessee person, which is crazy. But I really liked what I saw from uh, Tannehill the other day in their offense. Uh, It's Corey Davis. He is, you know, he's $5,500. It's against Tampa Bay, who's not great at stopping the pass. They're amazing at stopping the run. So I really, I really look at uh, Tennessee to be throwing the ball a lot more than they normally do because of this. Corey Davis is the main target. You know, I mean, A.J. Brown can have a big game as well. I just feel more confident with the uh, predictability of a Corey Davis getting uh, a lot of the targets, and I, I don't see why he doesn't score. Uh, moving along, John Brown at receiver for $5,900. Philadelphia is the worst in the NFL against the receivers. Uh, they just, their secondary is depleted, injured, and not good. 
So I just think that opens the door for John Brown to have a huge game. Josh Allen will be chucking the ball to him all day long. And uh, he's only, you can have him for $5,900, so I think he's a great value as well. And this will open the door for some of the other guys uh, up more on my list, which, you know, number one receiver uh, at $8,200, DeAndre Hopkins against Houston. Again, Oakland's horrible at stopping the pass, and a lot of, you know, a lot of offenses have had huge days against them, especially with the big plays. And with Fuller being out, I really think that opens the door for DeAndre Hopkins just to have, a, you know, explode and have a really big day. So you really want him in your lineup. And next is at $7,400, Todd Gurley. And the reason why I say this is, you know, they're playing the Cincinnati Bengals. And Cincinnati is horrible against the running back. Actually, the worst in the NFL. You you can't get worse than the Bengals. And Todd Gurley is a, a still a great running back. And Malcolm Brown's going to be out. And so I don't think they use Daryl Henderson as much as what you thought. So I think Todd Gurley opens it up for a really huge game, and you want him in your lineup. Um, next is Saquon Barkley at $8,600. It's a big price to pay, but again, you have $900 left over with this lineup. He's in there for $8,600 against Detroit. Detroit's not great against the running back. They're 30th, and it's Saquon Barkley anyways. So you give me anyone that's uh, close to the, or closer to the bottom, heck, even in the teens, you want to be playing Saquon Barkley. And so... You know, at 8,600 against Detroit, he he's definitely a play this week. Final, uh, at the quarterback position, the last spot is Deshaun Watson. You want to match up that receiver with that quarterback. I think he's going to, again, have the big plays and get a lot of passing yards and touchdowns against Oakland. Uh, I think it's going to be a shootout. You can have him for $8,400, and you want him there. I, I know Russell Wilson's a great... Uh, play as well in regards to he's playing a team that's 32nd in the pass um, but I can see that game going where it gets out of hand pretty quickly and they they don't throw the ball and uh, so I really think that Sean Watson is going to be chucking it all game long and have a really spectacular day so I, I kind of Though it's close, I really like Deshaun Watson just a little bit better than Russell Wilson. So you want him in your lineup, and that should be your FanDuel lineup. And I feel really confident that that, that will get you in the money, and you'll have a successful week, and uh, it'll pay dividends. So we appreciate you joining us on the Burke and Mids the Wiz Montalban Fantasy Football Podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to uh, hit me up on Twitter. It's uh, Miz, M-I-Z-Z, Montalban, M-O-N-T-A-L-B-A-N. And uh, I can answer any of your start sit questions, as well as just uh, have any type of fantasy football talk. I appreciate you listening, and we will talk to you next week. Take care.